frozen before for that countdown. <laughs> for like in what context? What? Like in what context would they do the countdown? Like before a podcast? Or or like before you clocked into work or like whatever. Like, no. hold on. Gotta count this down. <laughs> Everybody together now. Yeah. When, when like you went it. on long trips, did you play like hundred hundred bottles of beer on the wall and do that shit? Yeah. Really? Um I never did that. No, I did. We were like the family and uh stepbrothers singing uh in harmony. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say boats and hoes. So, I do wanna I had a question question that came up that I, I always think of like these things that I want to ask you. So are you of the age yet where you like spending a really long time in the locker room naked? Um I've taken in, so I've been in the same gym since like 2001. I think I've taken three showers there. Those are the only time that I was completely naked. Really? What do you do? What do you do? Just you just jump in a pond that's outside or something? I mean, I live three minutes away. Okay. Well, so no, but now at those times I did not live three minutes away. I lived a fair piece away. And so I would take a shower there and then go on, like, like go grocery shop. I don't know. No, why is it the gym where somebody gets naked, old man with their balls hanging out? Yeah. Just, like, shower and don't even dry off. Just walk around. <laughs> like, like, what do you do this at home? You just, like, walk around. Do you just drip dry? Like, it's a pool in the summer. <laughs> so. Anyway. Are you comfortable being naked around other men? Uh, I am more so now than when I was like, you know, 10 years ago. I can remember playing football in high school. That was my first like group shower experience, right? Yeah. Like you, you were pressured to take a shower cause you smelled like ass anyway. And it, it's just, I don't know. You if it's take a, a shower before practice. <laughs> so <laughs> like everybody just got in there and I remember, the first time I was like I was clutching my towel with a death grip. I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. And then like the freshman would get paddled. Like it was some, like it was a fucking Porky's movie, you know, like <laughs> it was crazy. I uh, Fort knock on wood. I saw hazing like shit that would be illegal today. Go on. Yeah. But I was never the victim of it. I don't think they really haze a lot of the offensive linemen. Like that's like the punter gets hazed. It's yeah, it was the smaller, skinnier kids. Yeah. All right, Gary. I'm gonna go in for the for the first one. Hold already. on. So what we got going on tonight? First of all, welcome back. Beers and Beards Podcast. We took a week in. off. <laughs> David just David just said fuck it. David's got lost a bet for the Super Bowl. He has to drink three bourbons. Now, if you listen to Uncle Mike's blind taste test, you know the three bourbons I selected mm-hmm. are Legion, yeah. Fistful of Bourbon, and uh, Benchmark. So, David. <laughs> oh, very good. oh, it's like just, a. Um, he just killed one of them. So, you got to walk me through this. Of bourbon. It doesn't have a bad nose, which I think we need to go back to the. Oh, but the burn is just, it has like a, 
it lingers. So like if you cinnamon. remember, Fistful of Bourbon, I disliked very much. It's a blended yeah. bourbon. I do too. I dislike it. And it was... Uh, Should I just go all three right at the beginning? I wouldn't do that. You also, <laughs> I'll, tell them what you did this afternoon, David. Oh, I donated blood a couple hours ago, so... Yeah, so he's going to get... For the people that have commented or, or told me in person that they can tell <laughs> like when David gets drunk. That might happen tonight. Uh, so if, just to recap, Fistful of Bourbon is one, balanced and sweet. These are the barrel profiles, five different barrel profiles. Balanced and sweet, green, leafy, floral, soft mm-hmm. hints of nutmeg and soft spices, buttery toffee, and cinnamon licorice. Did any of those? Hit cinnamon. Like, like good cinnamon or like... Uh, like spice, like red hot cinnamon, like yeah. not good, like fake cinnamon flavor. Okay. So, all right. I got so, the second one poured. I'm going to let that one breathe a little bit. Yeah. Give it a little air. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody that listened to us get drunk here in my basement, drinking uh, the selections yeah. of Mike Tabor sent again, shout out to uncle Mike. We're going to have him on our hundredth podcast. I w- here's what, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. We rent, we get like, I don't know, like a hotel conference room and do it and invite some people. Our yeah. Friends. Or we could just do, I mean, we can do a live one at, we can go back to uh, our friends at Dreaming Creek. Yeah. But I want to be somewhere like we can have some friends. We all, everybody has a few drinks, making it, it an event, dog. A hundred episodes. That's a big deal. This is episode 91. If you happen to give a fuck, give us a share. Yeah. Give us a like. Uh, God. So, um, I apologize up front for my potty mouth. I know there's some listeners that probably don't appreciate it. This is explicit. Uh, yeah, this is explicit. You clicked on uh, it. I am funny. Thank you for all the people that said I'm funny. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I happen to say a few bad words. And that, I mean, we're talking yeah. about adult beverages. We've I'm had involved. like what uh, eleven days in between the last time we recorded, which is a lot for us. Yeah, so I feel like have you have you reflected on? You've gotten some feedback. <laughs> yeah, uh, my potty mouth. Okay, which has always been. So both of us have thousands of hours of our voices recorded on the internet, and that's usually mm-hmm. the one. Like, man, why you cuss so much? And if you know me in real life, this is how I talk. Yeah, I remember from from the Bluegrass MMA radio days, there was someone who explicitly called you out on social media that yeah. like you you knew but like Adam kinda, Townsend. Like you knew but you kind of like, you know, it was a an acquaintance from the MMA world that called you yeah. out and was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to listen to this, but to this radio show." <laughs> and but I can't get past the f-word every other word and I'm like, "It's not that bad. Come on." Yeah. Not every other word. I, I, like I, the person must have been listening in church or something. Once every ten minutes, maybe. I don't know. I will do better. My mom just. My mom didn't raise me to say the f word like this. Uh, I have been studying psychology. It's the nature versus nurture. That, that it's my nature. You never yeah. really pop off any bad cuss words. No, like, I think I cussed more in the last episode than I have in. <laughs> just because. We didn't get that drunk, but we were definitely both feeling it at the end. Also, I left your house, Gary, and where did I go? You went to um, a brewery. 
Yeah, you went to a brewery. <laughs> uh, country boy. That might be a new, uh, is new that tradition. Your... Every time I leave leave your house, go to Country yeah, Boy. You didn't get the hell. You didn't get that jalapeno beer, did you? No, but Angie did. She liked did, it. She liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Bless it. Bless your wife's heart for putting up with you. She came down here. She put <laughs> up with my wife for two hours. Hey, they were like two peas in a pod. They they probably like each other so, more than they each individually like us. What if they were sister wives? But what? How do you mean? Like, I don't know. So we just all just move into a compound together i ain't trying to do no upside pineapple shit but uh we could do here's what we could do we could do we could buy a duplex <laughs> one of, <laughs> that'd be great and then we just have we like, just me and you go drink shed. they would watch the yeah. kids and the dogs yeah watch uh real housewives of whatever yeah selling chasing sunset selling sunsets what's that ba- zabby watch the bachelor no no, we're into uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel right now. You watch that? Yeah, we watch. We started watching the what whatever season around fourth season. The new season. It started out the way they started it, and I was like, "This is gonna take a dumb turn." But it, it, it this is the the be, the last episode we watched was the best episode I think we've seen. Yeah, it starts out a little darker, mm-hmm. like not as not as funny. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's real life. <laughs> um, just, yeah. So we got fun stuff tonight. David's got two more, and he's gonna drink a beer. I'm I I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just listening to David go on about this, and 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 I don't I don't know where this came from, but David likes to pick at me on social media and even here about Mountain Dew. Now I drink an exorbitant, excessive, yeah, grotesque amount of Diet Mountain Dew. I like to be fair. I like Mountain Dew and Diet Mountain Dew every like once every. 18 months i'll have a regular mountain dew so and i'm like a regular mountain dew and I'm, you feel your teeth rot as you're drinking it I'm all um, hopped up but i I'll, i like the the mountain dew zero sugar which i don't know how that's that. different than the diet but they might not have it down in your neck of the woods yet no it's, it's have, full flavor and diet's all we got here you got you guys have uh dial up are you? Did you have to get a new CD before the end of the uh, new AOL CD? You only got forty five minutes of internet left. And you trying so to get my... fucked up? <laughs> you you live uh, like you see Kentucky from where you live at? Yeah, from you're, my wh- high perch. Where does where does on. your phone think you're at when you wake up and check the weather in Kentucky? See, oh my! It always it phone. always throws me. Watch your tone there. It says Dayton. Border Crosser. Yeah, it says Dayton. And I'm like, Dayton, why is why does it think I'm in I'm like I'm like, what kind of night did I have last night? I'm like, oh, it's Dayton, Kentucky. <laughs> uh right. so the the Mountain Dew, the hard oh. Mountain Dew is hitting some things. Now, what's the, I can't remember the name of the count ticket. Johnny Drinks or something. This guy who who makes drinks and tries drinks, he tried the Mountain Dew and he Two out of the three flavors were thumbs down. Mm. There's original, extra crispy. (laughs) What are the flavors again? It's like the original. There's like a, do they have the Baja Blast in there? Yes. I think the Baja Blast is the one he liked. 
There's four flavors. So it's in, what is it, in Iowa, Tennessee, and Florida. Okay, here's Hard Mountain Dew. Original, Baja Blast, Black Cherry, and Watermelon. I imagine the Black Cherry is horrible. The Watermelon is probably not very good. So the original and the Baja Blast probably between those two. Yeah. It has no caffeine, zero added sugar, and 100 calories per serving, 5% ABV. Available in 24-ounce single-serve cans and 12-pack, 12-ounce can mix packs. I I get it. I Like, we've talked about the trend of the, the hard drinks. The, oh, it's everything st- is, yeah. You know, um, like Dr. Pepper will probably be next. Um, if they do yeah. Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb's going to have to have a competitor. Pibb, yeah. What's the where does it end, dude? Like, I don't know. I feel like this all started with the hard root beer, not your father's root beer. Remember that? Yes. Like five, six years ago, and then it's just gone off the deep well, end. Every um, gentile drink have an alcoholic version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like alcoholic water, which Sprite. is vodka. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Sprite. Sprite. Got that, you know, that banging seven up that's, you know, 12, <laughs> 12%. Like, 7%, I mean, where, do you, like, where does it stop? I don't know. Where do you draw the line? What you drink? You're like, no, it needs to stay as it is. It's, it's, this is the holy grail. Don't touch it. Mm, that, that I like so much. Uh, just a drink that, that you enjoy that you're like, no, I can't see it with alcohol. Leave it alone. And this has already been done, but the things I hate that I've had with alcohol that are that are on the market at least is coffee with alcohol. Like the the but they're all like cold coffee and it has right. so much sweetener and cream and stuff that it's like just Unbearable. disgustingly sweet. So that's probably the one. And I because I love coffee and those don't taste like coffee. So Yeah. Now I'm down. I I just couldn't imagine like there's bourbon cream you put in your coffee. If you right, go back and listen to my, I got bourbon cream. I had coffee. I didn't like it in the coffee. I liked it by itself. It didn't really do much for the coffee. So David draws a line of coffee. I'm with you there. I could do that. The right, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was. But who am I to say? Listen, doing that blind taste test, I question all of life now. Maybe I should do everything <laughs> blind. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your wife blind. Uh, I don't want to go that far, but like, what are the foods that I won't eat? Blindfold me, see if I like it. You know, that, what do you do? I feel yeah. like such an no. ass. I was like, man, number one is so great by the man, you know? And like, <laughs> he's like, well, it was Blade and Bow. I was like, oh no, I talk so much shit about Blade and Bow. Yeah. The but ones that, like when you're yeah. blind and you, you, you're bombarded by that marketing. Like, you know, I'd, I'd been yeah. to Stitzer Weller, so I saw the 900 bottles they have there. We talked about, you know, the marketing cycle of Kroger, like Blade and Bow is always there. Just felt between, you know, that and Angel's Envy. I'm like, man, I ain't, I ain't about that life. But. <laughs> and it's like four, what, 40 bucks, I think, for a bottle ish. Yeah. Around there. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I was excited. I was glad to try some of those bourbons too. And like, cause they're like the higher dollar stuff. 
like the Rock Hill Farms, because that's one that... Which they do not sell to the distillery there. Yeah, it's hard to find in general, but it's nice trying that like blind and, and actually liking it, right? Versus like, I tried this because it's expensive or hard to get and I like it because of that. Um, The one that surprised me uh, and l- listening back how much we liked it too was the last one, the barrel bourbon. Can't find that either. Yeah, so we... I saw some in the store and I think what they do is they have like their, they do blending, but they have different releases each, you know, whatever quarter or each month, like they're on like release number 30 right now. Yeah. I think it was that I saw. So, um, but yeah, maybe if I see them around, I'll grab a bottle and then we can try it on the show and, and have a, um, give them some love. Cause that was, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. The ones that, were the higher proof that that will solidified to me that I I'll tell you which one I didn't like. Of that, those. That, which one? That's a huge fan of what? No, what were you going to say? Which one didn't you what like? You a huge fan of? I didn't like the Elmer T. Lee. Yeah, I thought I was like 50 50 on that one. I remember the one that I didn't. Man, I'm not like calling it the, bad, but that's not yeah. that's I know now that's not a bottle I'll chase. Like that's right. not a bottle I'm going to go seek out. Yeah, the one that I thought was not I wasn't a huge fan of was the uh Rebel. And I remember we remember we both said like this is tastes like a cheap bourbon. Yeah, and we caught it too. Can, that you can get you know anywhere and it's uh, you know readily available. It's pretty it's like harsh. It's what a lot of well, people we, we think both of liked when it. They think we bourbon. both said the palate was good and the nose was okay. Yeah, but he, I think what we said was that it's good it was good, but, he, but you knew it was cheap. Yes. Yeah. Like harsh, like what a lot of people think of when they think bourbon, you know, it's like very harsh. Like they don't, you know, a lot of times your first entry into bourbon is not something that's, you know, amazing and great and, you know, super smooth and things like that. It's usually a cheap old granddad or what I'm about to drink benchmark, uh, <laughs> cheap bottle. That's a that silver like, metal winner, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually something like that is your entry, and people, yeah. a lot of people are turned off by bourbon because of that because it's harsh and it's not, but it's not bad. It's just very harsh. So, um, yeah. the one that also was was along those lines that I I would I I need to go back and I have a little bit more of it left. I want to try it again just because it I feel like it was so much more higher proof than the other ones was the new riff, um. The barrel that, uh, the barrel yeah, that was, he did, yeah, it, it was Uncle Mike's barrel pick, yeah. Just because With, it was so much higher proof than everything else, I think it was like, it was, and that was obvious. Like we, we both were like, whoa, that yeah, one was. I got some of that left in here too. Yeah. Um. So we we've always done niche things, right? You and I, mm-hmm. kind of fringe entertainment. Last year we celebrated your three hundredth brewery yes together here in kentucky dreaming creek go back listen to that episode it was fun but in less than a year you've hit your 400th brewery it was like right around a year almost exactly a year i think um but anyway semantics it was a year yeah um so yeah in a year you've done a hundred and which is way more than i anticipated doing from do you do you see yourself going to meetings later in life? Like, hey, my name's David. I've been you to four hundred breweries. 
<laughs> no, like the opposite. Uh, yeah. I'm 30 days sober. Thanks for the chip. It's at a point now where I'm like, I don't want to tell people the number because I think it's a little too, it's like, it's like, what's your body count? Like, <laughs> what's your brewery count? <laughs> like, <laughs> if it was like, when it was in the 200s, I'm like, okay, like, that's like, that's cool. Like, and there, you gotta admit, cool, there's probably right? not. A lot of people in the 200s, even. Yeah. But yeah. so when you get to 300, there's less people. You get to 400, and you got to be in a very small class of people. I know. Yeah, we have a club. We have meetings every <laughs> every week. <laughs> oh, that, I don't know, yeah. man. That's uh, I don't. That's crazy. It was yeah. So the brewery that I went to is a place in Ohio. Um that I've been wanting to go to for a while. It's called Henmick Farm Brewery. It's up in the Delaware area, just north of Columbus. Um, great place. I, I showed up at noon there on Sunday, Gary. They opened at noon. I showed up at 12.05. There's a line out the door. Really? Yes. <laughs> Waiting to get beer. Because um, it's a big, like the the place, the family's been on the farm for over 100 years, and they opened up a brewery just a couple of years ago. Um. And it's one of those places where it's you feel like you're far away from the city, but you're really like, you know, 20 minutes from from it's a little bit further than that from the city, but you're not far from civilization. But it's a good it's a place to go and be like, hey, I'm I went some, you know, I went out of to the country. Right. <laughs> but it's in a it's in an old barn and this barn is is gorgeous. It's like 1860s. I think it was built in, but just absolutely stunning um, where they brew their beer. And then they've got some outdoor space, which of course is great. It's like right along Alum Creek. Definitely a great stop in like north of Columbus if you are looking for a cool brewery to go to. So I've been to also two hundred and like six just in Ohio. Like over half of the ones I've been to are are in Ohio. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I know. And Kentucky only has like I want to say sixty. It's all that burnt, all the the distilleries. Yeah, so. we drink real real things here. Bud yeah. Light and, and Benchmark. I'm about to drink. Well, I think I'm just going to try to get it over with. You th- Kill it, but then I'll just be drunk for the rest of the of the show. Nah. This nah. one smells like this one. You know how you can smell get that like cheap bourbon smell. It doesn't it's, smell like it's the cheapest. That's the cheapest bourbon I, I have. I think it's eight bucks for a fifth. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try it. While you get into that, I'm going to talk about Heaven Hill unveils its heritage collection. It's 17 year old bourbon. Now, unpopular opinion. After about 12 years, it don't matter. Yeah. It don't, it don't really matter. You, you're going to throw What's up benchmark eight years. Benchmark is eight minutes. <laughs> 40, uh, What's makers 46, 46 years, 46 days. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it, it sounds good. Marketing sound like 17 year, like whatever. This is mm-hmm. a 118 proof 17 year old barrel proof Kentucky straight bourbon from, from heaven Hill. Now heaven Hill the, uh, with a lot of bourbons you get, they've got their economy offering. 
So Heaven mm-hmm. Hill bourbon, like if you just want the plain old Heaven Hill, it's pretty cheap. And then obviously you get eleven bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not expensive at all. It is but, the white label. I have some of it. It's good. It's honestly my favorite cheap, like you know, ten to twelve dollar bottle that I've that I have. Um, but this edition uses the their uh, traditional bourbon mash bill: seventy eight percent corn, ten percent rye, and twelve percent malted barley. Take it from me and just one man's palate to another. It's going to scorch your fucking mouth out. This is going to be a hot, heavy bourbon, mm-hmm. which there, there's a market for that. Like, it's not my thing, but if you can, like, people like hot sauce, cool. <laughs> um, it launches on a limited basis, which, I mean, every. Every uh, special collections a limited basis with the small retail price, David. This is where, yeah, you know, it just this is so heartwarming because if the retail price is this, it's probably going to be triple depending on the availability. At retail least. price two hundred and seventy five dollars, yeah, plus tax. It comes in a, <laughs> but each bottle comes in a signature Heaven Hill blue box with the double H insignia stamped in gold. Now, mm-hmm. would I try it? You damn straight. Yes. Would I buy it? Maybe if I won 20 grand on a scratcher. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even buy scratch offs that much. This is one of those that the people that are going to get it. Cause it's like, I don't know. What's the, this is going to be on a shelf. This is going to be on somebody's shelf. You know, you know, like probably not even come out of the box. Yeah. I wouldn't think. I mean, I, I mean, know. but also again, what's the point people? I mean, why would you buy a bourbon to not drink it? Right. That's like, listen, my nephew is about to turn 21. Mm-hmm. My sister said, Hey, what's a, what's just a good bourbon to get him. I was like, start him off on some makers. Yep. Like, like if you, it's not the cheapest, it's not the ex- most expensive. She sends me a picture today. <laughs> this motherfucker. What he did has a bottle of Calumet Farms, twelve year old. Oh, from March two thousand six. <laughs> What's up? That's with your starter on... bourbon. What I mean, where do you go from there? What's up with starting them off on makers? I don't know. Helicopter parenting at its finest. <laughs> Come over, well, come over here. I'm gonna make him drink some old crow. <laughs> Knock him speaking, down a few notches. <laughs> yeah, you got to balance that. Here, mix this, mix some of this with your uh, Calumet Farms. I'm gonna tell him it's that pappy I got. Here, drinks his pappy, bro. He ain't gonna know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> we need to do that to Juan next time yeah. we see him. Give him some Tom Branch and tell him it's a uh, Pappy. Yeah. No, like, he oh, actually drank. Little... For a man that does drink bourbon, who drank Pappy and made the worst faces ever. He's like, I'm strong. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh God. Hey, David, I'm excited. We've got a new sponsor, and I'm I'm here to tell you about it. Going back to the world of addiction, I've been addicted most of my adult life to yes. smokeless tobacco. No. Yeah. What What did you think I was going to say? Smokeless tobacco. <laughs> and I am 
pumped to tell you about our partnership with Mm -hmm. Black Buffalo. Yes. Black, now this, hear me out. Things I have to tell you. Black Buffalo's products are made for existing tobacco consumers who are at least 21 years old. Black Buffalo, they do offer nicotine tobacco alternatives. Mm-hmm. This product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Yes. It does not contain tobacco leaf or stem. Its base ingredient is a specific variety of edible green leaves. I ain't going to eat it, but you could. Yeah. Uh, they add food-safe ingredients and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine for a product that delivers the same experience as traditional smokeless tobacco. We were lucky enough to get our hands on some, and let me tell you, David, if mm-hmm. you were to hand me that in a blind, in Uncle Mike's blind <laughs> dip taste test, I would yeah. tell you that's tobacco. That's what I would do. It, it was it, I. I could tell no difference. Yeah. Matter of fact, I have some in my lip right now. Uh, the wintergreen flavor is very wintergreeny. It is, and I'm. It down tastes that. like yeah. It's if very you like, like Kodiak. If that's your yes. jam, it is spot on Kodiak. Yeah, I tried. I'm, some. I'm not. Yeah. It's a little more wintergreeny than than Grizzly. David, yeah. you tried it. Your thoughts? Yeah. I'm not a smokeless tobacco user, so I guess I'm not the target audience for this. But I, I, I dabble every once in a while. Don't <laughs> I dabble smokeless tobacco? I like it honestly. Drag, when I'm matter. the best thing that I like it for, which I don't know if we're allowed to even say this, but when I'm drinking <laughs> and I throw some in, and it, you you get that nicotine hit, and it keeps like your buzz. Like yeah. it again. We are not doctors. We don't know that that's the truth. That's just our assessment of the. But the other thing I like about it, too, as a as a rookie who doesn't know what they're doing with smokeless tobacco. I get the sense that it doesn't make you have that feeling like if you not that I did swallow any of it, but like if you swallow it, it's not going to make you feel sick. Right. Which that was the thing that I liked the most about it. Right, yes. it's edible. Um, yeah, tobacco is not edible. <laughs> the this stuff is what is so much better of an experience than traditional smokeless tobacco. Yeah, especially for a novice, but also I think for anybody. I mean, you. Yeah, we, me, you have like, both ends a, of the spectrum a, here. Let me be honest. I dip two cans a day. Is that excessive? Yes. Is it as excessive as my Diet Mountain Dew addiction? No. But it's a lot, <laughs> and it's expensive. Yeah. Um. So to offset some of that cost, we're offering you, our listener, 10% off. Go to the link in the show notes. Hit it. We'll have it on our link tree. It'll be on our social media. Um, get 10% off. Help us. Helps you. Mm-hmm. Try it. Like you can get uh, the ba- – It's two cans is like $12. Get your 10% off. Pay shipping. Boom. You know, just try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. So yeah, we have to buy it the first time to know whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Try it. I don't have no free sample. I will say, Gary, that's who brought you all that bourbon. That's our new bourbon sponsor, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and that I'm bourbon my. challenge was not as bad as I thought. So first of all, let me go. We can honestly through. stretch that into three. If we were smart, we'd have broken up into two episodes and just went slow. 
done four for and four and re- recorded it, but just took our Oh, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could have done that. And then we would have had an episode last week. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, though. I had it. That's our, if you want to hear, if you want to introduce somebody to our podcast that's not <laughs> that's listening to, to us. Yes, that's, this is like, okay, this is the, this is the peak. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> but I will say, right, so the, the bourbons. Started. Yeah. But the the ones that you gave me of the three, the fistful of bourbon was by far the worst. Um, because it was very harsh. The Legion was a little bit, the, the palate up front was, was pretty harsh, but then it had no, like after taste, like no, almost no Kentucky hug. And the benchmark just tastes like a cheap bourbon. That wasn't bad. It was, it was like, this is what cheap bourbon tastes like. And it's not offensive. It just tastes cheap. It's, you know, you get that burn, you get like, you're not going to get a ton of like oaky flavors from the barrel. It doesn't taste like it's aged a super long time. It's just, here's your, here's your entry into the world. Uh, when, when you're 21, you try bourbon for the first time because you think you're cool and you get benchmark and you're like, Oh, whoops. I guess I don't like bourbon. <laughs> and then um, you get to be 30 and then you try bourbon again. And then you're like, Oh, maybe I do like bourbon. Yeah, maybe I do. We try the good stuff. So thank you for the, uh, Thank you for the punishment, Gary. So I just Maybe got my my box out here because I don't want. I mean, I want to drink a little something here. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's what we do. And the only thing I have left, I'm, like we got two ounce pours. Obviously, we drank several yeah. to completion during the challenge, but I've drank them all except mm-hmm. the new riff. And then, yeah. uh, as David cracks his beer, I'm gonna go back to uh, number two. Old Forster 1910. See if I got a different taste Which, of this. I saw that. I, I didn't realize how much that was. How much it I cost? I saw that in the store today. It's like $54. Damn, Uncle Mike. I know. Mike Lowry. For the bottle. Mike Lowry. I will say, I want to give a shout out to the woman who was working at the Anderson Kroger today. <laughs> uh, the great. liquor store. No. So you know you go into I mean you shop at a at a at a large chain liquor store as well. You shop at a Kroger liquor store as well. Yeah, I shop at the same and liquor store. Not the same location, but the same company. Right. And you've had experiences where people are like, I don't know, you know, whatever. What like you're in there every week and you see the same people and they don't know who you are. Yeah. But she's looked like she was maybe twenty two and knew more about bourbon, I think. Like I'm like, Hey, you wanna start a podcast with me? She's talking about bourbon. You doing later night? Like, <laughs> well, no, not 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 like that. But yeah, right, yes. Um, but it was. I just had a, a blast, like talking to her. Like you know, hey, um, what I asked, I was like, do you guys have anything new? She's like, here's here's what came in on our truck. Um, they had some stuff that I never even heard of, and which I, I sent so you a much picture. Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, the Jack Daniels, but they had um a Bardstown bourbon that was like over a hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> hold on. I sent it to you. They had, what else? They had angels in uh, rye. Yeah. Which is $95. They had Wathens, which I've never even heard of 94 proof. It was $41. And then they had a, um, 
Jefferson's Ocean Old Rum Cask Finish. That was 80 bucks. Um, that was like their, their new special stuff. Um, but I was, I, I was just curious about, you know, what they had, but the, the bourbon, and I, I said this to you earlier, Gary, that a, a, a customer came in and was asking, about. they said, Hey, do y'all have any of that stone hammer? And I kid you not the, the, the person working there, like she, she definitely knew her bourbon. She's like, I never even heard of that. And it's a Kroger private label bourbon. Yeah. So shows you how good. much they care about their own private label. And she's like, oh, yeah, I really like that. She's like, it's, she's like, I bought it at stores in Kentucky and Indiana, and I really like it. I, I hope you guys get it here soon. Like, I, I had to, like, bite my mm-hmm. tongue. Hey, but to each their own. Like, that's what she likes. It's cheap. It's good for her. Yeah. They had the Evan Williams single barrel <laughs> for, like, 25 bucks. Almost got mm. you some. I didn't listen. I like. And that. they had a bottle, Evan Williams bottled and bond hunter proof. Um, now you're getting a little yeah. too uppity for me. <laughs> when I say uppity, I mean in the uh, proof. Yeah. Oh, the proof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did uh, in in our in our off time we gave away some beer, didn't we? Yeah. Congrats to, I forget the name of the person who won. Jimmy. Jimmy Beam. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> but if you want a chance to win beer from our good friends at Rivalry Brews, follow us on Instagram. That's the most common way that we give away beer. Uh, Beers Beards Podcast on Instagram. We give it away to... Let me find the person. I don't even know. Probably your cousin. <laughs> no, it was a real person. Uh, RT Cali TS. So shout out RT baby. RT like <clears throat> RT A R T I E R T not RT RT. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Hey, so shout yeah, Robbery Brews doing the damn they, thing. Yeah, they got new beers. I got my box coming tomorrow, Gary. So I'll share a picture on social media of that. Adam's probably but, outside your door right now with it. I know he's knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hey." Um, and I. So, I ordered my box yesterday, Gary. And I I didn't get it yet, but this is how like conditioned I am. I was outside all like three times today looking to see if it was <laughs> if it Mouth was here. watering. I'm like I joke with with people about how fast it comes, but it's it's serious. It's not a joke. It's serious. Like those aren't these aren't jokes. I am with you. Yeah. So our beer is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Rivalry 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 brews dot com. <laughs> Code MMA McKinney, get yourself 10% off all your beers. They got a lot of cool stuff coming up. But I got a beer tonight, Gary, from the Phoenix Brewing Company out of Mansfield, Ohio, which I've never been to this brewery, but the the actual brewery I know is pretty cool. I think it's in like a haunted building in downtown Mansfield, 
which I don't know if you know. Do you uh, believe in ghosts? Shaw- yes. Do you really? No. Not but the movie, sad, Shawshank, like... the movie Shawshank Redemption was filmed in Mansfield. Um, at like they have a haunted prison there. I guess there's a bunch of haunted stuff there. But look at this. The can. ghost of Andy Dufresne. Yes. That's a cool game. Really cool. They got a phoenix on it with like the background. The cool. I don't know if that's like Beth Phoenix. It says on here wrestling. Is she married to Edge? Mm-hmm. It says nicknamed Danger City in the seventies. I guess this is the the storyline of or uh, the skyline of Mansfield, which is just a bunch of factories. <laughs> yeah. Did they have a bad Mansfield. prison right there too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that nickname Danger right. Fe- Danger City in the 70s Mansfield has been revitalized while embracing its rich history. Inspired by the spirit of transformation, our brown ales brewed with American two-row barley and chocolate malts for bar bold barred bold notes of toffee, caramel and roast. The Danger City pulls a dark pours a dark I can't read. A dark brown color and finishes with light fruit notes from an English yeast. Are you feeling dangerous? I am because I Danger. had a beer and three three uh, pours of bourbon, and I'm still drinking and I'm talking into a microphone. So that's dangerous, I guess, right? Right. There's so so many places we can go here. <laughs> oh, that's so good. There's not enough brown ales on the market. Yeah, you would like you would like brown ales. They are wasn't uh, socially influenced a brown ale. Yeah, like an Imperial High ABV brown ale. Um, and you enjoyed that. This is like the everyday version of a, of a brown ale. It's 5.2% alcohol, 30 IBUs, which is like the bitterness um, scale, which is pretty low, um, which is like basically how hoppy it is. I know that you are uh, not a fan of the hoppy. So this is low on the hoppy level. Low hops. Uh, yeah, good for the. So it's shops. like thirty out of like one, one twenty is like a triple IPA. Okay. Typical IPA is between like sixty and seventy. Some of them are in the low fifties, but this one's like half of that. So it's not a lot of hops. It's more malt than hops. I got you. It looks good. I mean, it looks. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's like, uh, not as dark as I would have expected. Um, it does. It is like brown. It's almost like a. It's like a caramel color. But man, this is something I would drink all day, every day. Um, I got this at a place in Delaware, Ohio, called Barley Hopsters, which is like a a craft beer store market. and bar market, basically. But they also have a bar, and they have a bunch of pinball machines in there. And it took every ounce of me. Gary did not break out a bunch of money and start playing pinball because <laughs> I'm like, I got shit to do. I had to go work. I got more. Call I some, got more breweries to go to. Yeah. That's, I had already been to my last brewery, but I had to go actually call some fights. Yeah. Did your boys hold up. Mm-hmm. Although surprisingly it, um, I had a sore voice after <laughs> like it, it you don't realize how hard it is to talk for no, four I hours do. straight. I do. Yeah. I mean, the general public, the general, yeah. our, 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 our listener. Yeah. For somebody that's not sit there and watch something and commentated and try to like, yeah, be engaged with the, with the other person there. 
Yeah. And I've said this a hundred times. My my fault was I come out of the gate strong, bro. And then by <laughs> halfway the first through fight, man, this sucks. like Owen, the Owen O against Owen four guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is hard to be, to stay hype for that long. Cause in a, in that setting, if you sound, if you talk like you normally do, you sound like you're asleep. Right. You got to be forceful. You have to have so. some inflection in your voice as here comes David McKinney, 2 and exactly. 0, fighting out of Tiny House Brewing. Hey, we need to go back to that uh, that beer fights thing we went to. Oh, Punch Out? Yeah. No. What? Did you I go to Punch Out go- with me? Yes. I did in 2019. 2018. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because with the B dubs afterwards. (laughs) I totally. That's how I remember shit. That's how I remember things. Yeah. And you went to food. Yeah. Me, you, and Juan uh, Juan went. Yep. And Phil. And Phil. Yeah. They're supposedly having it this summer. That was one of the best events that I've been to in, in. it's basically ever. It's so it's just, fun. Yeah, it a bunch of people I mean, boxing and beating each other up, and yeah, and you drink. I remember, yeah, you drank beer. That's that was pre podcast. Yeah, that was a couple. We of could do ago. a live. We could do a live podcast. We, from we need here. to hit them up. You know those people. I do actually. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, if they have it this summer, we'll be there at Punch Out Round, whatever four, I think five. Yeah, it's a good concept. Uh, Maker's oh, Mark, 50, what? Yeah. 46, which we've talked about. You talked yeah. about it earlier. 46 years mm-hmm. old in the barrels. Coming out with a new bottle, David. Yeah. Um, the design highlights the brand's handmade values and helps better tell the... When are you going to Maker's Mark? I forgot. This weekend. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm going to use my inflection here. To tell the story of the beloved and distinguished liquid fans or the liquid fans have come to know and love the new design puts the uniqueness of the liquid on full display, differentiating itself in the proprietary French oaked process that gives makers 46 its characteristic layers of faceted flavor with a bourbon inside. The bottle remains the same. The new design reinforces consistency of the brand's visual identity and more tangibly brings to life. It's, premium legacy available at all great whiskey bars and restaurants beginning March, 2022. I'm I don't want to be that guy, but I like the old bottle better. Yeah, I, I do agree that it makes it more clear what it is. And I think that was always the big thing is like, people don't know what makers Mark 46 is. Right. Yeah. So from that standpoint, this makes it more obvious that it was like, okay, this is the 46th recipe that Bill Samuels came up with. Mm-hmm. It, and this was like his like perfect vision of what a bourbon is supposed to taste like from his own palate, which I'm like, okay, Bill Samuels is a legend in Bill Samuels Jr. It's a legend in, in bourbon. I mean, Maker's Mark is ubiquitous, right? I mean, Maker's Mark is the Tito's vodka of bourbon. Right. And that it's a small company and it remains a small company, but it's everywhere. You can find it everywhere. Listen, um, I, I don't it's gonna be hard to for you to com, to compare it to Buffalo Trace because there's 
there's not one other distillery that does their tours that, that just kind of leaves you in awe as Buffalo Trace. But Makers oh, is, is a great yeah. is a great tour too. I'm excited to so the the backstory. So I, I want to finish just the the quick on the Makers 46 before I tell you about the 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 backstory to this tour. But yeah, so it it is. Uh, talks about how it's French oaked and they, you know, they, they mentioned that. I think it just, it, you know, with me, Gary, from a marketing standpoint, I always love brands that, you know, people have like brand confusion. They're like, I don't know what this is. What, what makes this special? And I think that actually being able to tell the story now yeah, will make this a more successful bourbon of like here's what this actually is versus do you just think like, it was lagging oh, or is... that maybe people were confused and that's why they've done the switch because you that i mean that's your yeah. business you you know that yeah. more than i do probably both probably a little bit of both like i think they probably got a lot of questions about it like what is what is this right um and then it's also probably like you know it's more exp- i think it's a it's only slightly more expensive it's not yeah it's like good, it's like dude. 30 30 something bucks in the thirties. Whereas maker's mark is like 22 to $24. Um, But yeah, I think that the, the biggest thing is that it it lessens the brand confusion. Yeah. And it's it because they, the someone, one of the people said like, I had someone ask me on a tour recently and they, they thought that maker's 46 was aged for 46 years. And that's why, that's what I was joking about earlier. But yeah, I think that's I like the the clarity of of the brand clarity, and I think it does fit with. Like you think of makers more as um, like a a brand that is just kind of that like hand labeled like traditional, dipped. like the dipped bottle is the yeah when it comes to bourbon that's the icon for me. Makers like you, is when like you think of how yeah. how things are are marketed. You when you think of the. Yeah. The dipped bottle. Yeah. And if I had to equate makers to like a beer, I would say either like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, like they've been around forever and they're ubiquitous and they're family owned. And it's like just this brand that everyone loves and will always love because of what they are. Like they're the craft version of of bourbon. Like they're the craft beer version of bourbon, but big and large and ubiquitous and you can find it everywhere. So Think, Why do you keep saying ubiquitous? Why don't you just say it, omnipresent? Um, <laughs> sorry, the omnipresent. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I feel like we need to. Uh, yeah, let's cut that and use that as a clip for this week. Yeah, okay. but anyway, the story. So, my brother-in-law Joe, on his twenty-first okay. birthday, signed up for the Maker's Mark proprietor whatever I think they call it to mm-hmm. be a proprietor where you get your name on a barrel and then they call you in like seven, five to seven years. And they're like, yo, y- your barrel is ready. Come get your bottle and you can buy your bottle that had from the barrel that had your name on it. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Right. I mean, that's that is very cool. So w- he invited me as his special guest to go to makers mark to do this. So I'm excited. Is he going to buy his bottle? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming, right? Well, if he doesn't, you do it. We'll say it's David's <laughs> bottle. Although I did it. So if the podcast is still around, Gary, 
can sit five to seven years, then we'll have my bottle. I signed up for it because I never, I didn't know about that, but I think he did it on, and I'll get the full story, but I think he did it on like his 21st birthday. That's pretty cool. Like he heard about it and was like, yeah. And now he's older than 21. I think he's 28. He's old enough. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, I think he's 28, 28 or 29, but makers ages their bourbon from, I think it's five to seven years typically. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There's a lot of other fun stuff I mean, when we don't talk for two weeks, there's so much news, but I think that's enough. Yeah. So this is the part everybody comes for, right? The, what kind of stupid ass songs we pick? Well, yeah, this is the part that the lawyers come for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey David, it is women's history month, right? Yes. A lot of good women creators and where can you find a lot of their work? Amazon Music. We'll give you a free trial of Amazon Music if you go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Uh, get a free month. Check out all the great creators are on there. Create your own playlist, podcasts, songs, whatever. It supports Here's us. It's free. Agree. Just set your reminder if you don't like it, cancel. Yeah. That's all it is. If you sign up for a month, and you do like it, you want another month, message us. We will pay out of our own pocket for your second month for it for you. The fuck we will. And you owe Charlie some money. <laughs> she did that. Charlie's my daughter, by the way. Um, so yeah. So this week Charlie Charlie Theron. Uh Charlie who Charlie killed Theron. it as Ursula. Oh, I sh- I should have been there. Uh, you, well, you couldn't have came Sunday. It was sold out. Mm. It was um, standing room only. Yes. So for two hours of a of a middle oh school my play, God, bro. So first of all, <laughs> you had to go. You had to buy your tickets, then you got to stand in line to get in. Right. So usually, like half an hour before the show started, they'd open the doors. They were having some hiccups with their mics. Again, sold out show. They didn't open the doors till 15 minutes before it was supposed to start. Mm. Now, if you're, if you're thinking about a school, her school, you would like, you came in one side and you went all the way down. Like you came in the entrance, <laughs> the auditoriums all the way down to the other side. Why didn't they just open up the door by the auditorium? Was there not a door there? So no, no, there wouldn't be any room there. So oh. people line up. It's lined up from the auditorium all the way out the front door, <laughs> you know, 150 people, whatever. And then it doesn't start till actually 30 minutes after it's supposed to start. And then afterwards we're giving out flowers and crying and all this stuff, you know, for the, all it, it turned out to be about a four hour ordeal. I bought, uh, or I secured about 40 tickets throughout the weekend. I'm like, come on now. Y'all should go (laughs) bring it your own damn ticket. (laughs) So, uh, but shout out to to Abby for taking tickets and being the stage mom. And then, listen, I ain't saying because she's my daughter. Because nine times out of ten, I'm gonna tell you she ain't shit. <laughs> you'll tell her. You'll tell us the truth. Yeah, but man, she killed it, dude. I was like, damn, she really is Ursula. She is a sea witch, and I, I'm gonna break every necklace to see if she takes that out of her. Uh. 
Um, but anyway, uh, all that to say, I don't know what I've never heard of this. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me about your music selection this week. Maybe this, um, please tell me it will wow me and just open my mind. I don't know if it'll wow you. I just have been, this was just a song of it. You ever just driving around was the on the radio? Ohio? No, this band would not, this band is way too cool to be on the radio. <laughs> so they're like national barks. Got it. <laughs> no, I, you ever just like, I don't know, drive around and like you're listening to music and the song just hits you. Not really, no. Oh, well, maybe it's just me. I mean, but I, so yeah. this is a band that is typically, and this song is pretty folksy, but this gives me like 70s to like 80s vibes in it. Um, it's very different from a lot of the stuff they do. It's a couple, it's like three years old now at this point, but it's by a band called Fruit Bats, which it's one of those where it's like, you ever have those those bands that like algorithms think that you should really like this band? Yes. Like they're like you you listen to every other band that is like this and you don't you don't listen to this band. Yeah, Spotify this, keeps sending me silver chair right now, and I'm like, no, yeah. I don't really like silver chair. <laughs> so Fruit Bats is that band for me, and I never really <laughs> liked any of their music until I heard this song. So I guess that's the that's the backstory. This is a song called Gold Past Life. And it's really just about like I think Adam will teach us how to play the guitar. Yeah. Like, don't you get like '80s vibes out of this song? I feel like this definitely goes in like an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it, Bats. Yeah, that's uh folksy and interesting. It's like folksy, but I don't, like, I, I don't, I'm not yeah. making, I'm, I don't dislike it. Let me, I'm going to say that. I'm not, it's one I'm of those that hits you. The, yeah. It's, it's so weird and different. It hits you the first time you're like, I don't know what to think about this. And then you listen to it a few other times. And then, yeah, it's one of those that, yeah, it takes a, a couple of times to listen to. Cause it is, it is folksy, but it has those like eighties, like, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know that would ever come across my algorithm, but probably now it might. Now it will. But cause... now that it's in the Beards and Beards playlist, where you can find it on mostly everything: Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. Amazon, um, Podbean. I don't know. That's no, that's not it. <laughs> uh, uh, what is, what's the other one? iHeart. Yeah, are we on there? Apple, Amazon. <laughs> There is new Black Keys music, Gary. Do you like the Black Keys? Not really, no. My favorite band I don't is dislike a, new, a new song coming out tomorrow. Not a new album, new song. And then a new album in 
June. And I'm seeing them right before their new album. And I'm like a little worried. That's going to be like, hey, we're going to play all new stuff. Do you have any connects in Columbus that could get us to uh, Louder Than Life? Which I don't think that's your deal. Is that the hard rock? Yeah. It used to be Rock on the Range. Yes. Slipknot. Never never heard of it. Corey Taylor? Mm -hmm. Maybe we get him on the podcast. We, well, maybe we could. I feel this like, the, week, yeah, what? I do actually have connections in Columbus that text text me after the show. <laughs> Put that on pause, and then we'll we'll, we'll circle yeah. back to that later. Yeah, uh, it's National Women's Month. I think you and I both love the women in our lives. My wife, my mother, my daughter, uh, your wife, and April. Everybody, we're appreciative. Who is my mom? Huh? Annie yeah, my mom. mom. Mrs. McKinney. <laughs> oh, she never hated anybody more in her life than <laughs> when Juan called her Mrs. McKinney. You know she hates you. When she, she hates me. At you. No, oh. I mean, do you know how my mother hates you? Like she just you know smiles and she just like smiles at you. Like yeah, like I, yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna, hurt. I'm gonna hurt. I'm gonna hurt. <laughs> Um, I'm hurt you in your sleep. So I've I've mixed the best of both worlds. My song, yeah, I haven't heard this the, song in forever. I know, right? It's Uma Thurman by yes. Fallout Boy. So you get the boy, you get the girl, you put them together, bam, Fallout. And this is a National Park song. Surf rock uh, and uh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. Oh man, she also Kill Bill. Uh, she's hotter and you know when she's Mrs. Mr. Wallace's wife. Yeah. But we've got to the point, David, where I want to share my love with everybody. Everybody that's listened. Everybody that's been listening. That's been listening to the old episodes. I love you, David. Loves you. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. For humoring us, uh, telling us what we do good, saying I got a potty mouth, whatever. We're here for we we're here to serve you. Not really. It's our show. We do what we want, but we love you. You can find us yeah. on social media, all the places. We've not got banned on Facebook yet. It it's gonna happen, but right now we're on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like Facebook is just banning everybody to be like, oh, I don't know where everybody went. <laughs> Um, 
if you if you care, leave us a review, give us a share, all that. Uh, we it, it's gonna be it, first of all three to six inches of snow this weekend, David, and seventy degree weather next week. <laughs> you know what that calls for? A new bourbon. Yes. Next week, new bourbon. So. Okay. No. No. Say so. No. So no. So I left you with thir- three, four, three bourbons, four. Yes. When are you going to try those? We'll try one next week. Okay. Apple uh, pie bourbon. Yeah, I'm interested in that. It you smells gotta, so good, dude. It you got to so admit. It, I'm Abby telling you, it smells. Like, yeah, even Abby was like, that smells <laughs> great. Yeah. I feel like it gets more apple pie as I think you're supposed to drink all of it. Like, so you're supposed to in one drink. Yes. You're supposed to, you're supposed to chug it, but I think you're supposed to like start it on like the week of Thanksgiving and then it's ready like a week before Christmas. You have a nip or two before Christmas and then finish it before new year's. When we were going on March and I got a little bit left. Yeah. A little bit. So, so I'm the only one who's had any so far, by the way. And like right. two thirds of the bottle's gone. It's so good, though. And it's all like a re- it's real stuff. It's apples, cinnamon, cinnamon sticks, sticks, and vanilla beans. It's all you need. It's all you need. You're going to do that next week? It's And that's yeah. Woodford with that. So I got you have that. What else? On the, let's uh, Let's preview. Let's get, let's get it's upstairs. Back. Uh, Chattanooga. Uh, Chattanooga whiskey. I'm so excited. For, well, I don't even want to. I don't want to hype it up too much because then you're going to hate it. I'm not going to hate it. I'll never. Um, hate it. And then there's something else I brought you. I don't know. I brought you screwball. three. <laughs> yeah, screwball. You got screwball, don't whiskey. you? I had. I drank it on one of our like holiday episodes when I just kept drinking. Oh, drinking that peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> it was good. I got it from uh, my mother-in-law, Lisa. Lisa Luceni. Shout out, Lisa. Alright. Until next week. Love you. We uh, we love you. Hey, follow us on Yeah, follow us where? So, I just said that. Beards Beards Podcast. Oh, I forgot. Well, I'm not going to lie. Thank you to Rivalry Brews, Black Buffalo, Amazon Music, Toodaloo. It's down there, water's edge, wasted and bloated and waiting for some. Is this Silver Chair? Tell me you know who this is. I'll give you a hint. The name of the band is from a popular 70s television show. It's not the title of the show, but it's in the show. On if the y'all know what it is, Archie Bunker, shoot us a message. Have you ever heard this song? No. I can't. Damn, to the water's edge. I didn't do it. I saw the